Hi, fellow Texas questers. This is Diane Bays. Welcome to my How Big is Texas podcast. This podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, my amusement, and to tell you a little something about the Lone Star State. Feel free to add this podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow me on social media at How Big is Texas or on my blog, HowBigIsTexas.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast production. Now let's get started with today's Texas Quest. Hi, I'm Diane Bays, the number one quester at How Big Is Texas and your host for this podcast. Thanks for listening. This is episode number five, where I talk about the hamburger, a Texas culinary creation. Welcome and thanks for joining me. I'm coming to you today from the official world headquarters of How Big Is Texas, located in my backyard cheese shed in San Angelo. According to more sources than I can share, the hamburger was invented by Fletcher Davis from Athens, Texas in the late 1880s. As a young woman, I remember hearing this, but never thought too much about it at the time. Uncle Fletch is so beloved in Athens that they hold the Uncle Fletch Davis Hamburger Festival in September. In fact, the Uncle Fletch story is even international. In Providencia, Chile, you can dine at Uncle Fletch Just Burgers and Beer, where their tagline reads, Roundabout 1880. So the next time you're in Chile, grab a burger and say a big Texas thank you to Uncle Fletch for his delicious discovery. Now the good people in Seymour, Wisconsin, say it was Hamburger Charlie Nagreen. On their home of the hamburger website, they ask you to be a believer. They also host an annual burger fest in August. The folks in Canton, Ohio, say the brothers Frank and Charles Minches introduced the culinary creation at the Erie County Fair in Hamburg, New York. Canton recognizes September 18th as National Birth of the Burger Day in their community. Of course, Erie County and Hamburg had to put in their two cents since the Ohio brothers served them at their fair. They say the hamburger was invented in New York. And then there's Louie's Lunch in New Haven, Connecticut, which opened in the late 1800s and is still running strong today. They state the first hamburger sandwich was served in their restaurant in 1895. So what's the truth? Well, since this is a Texas-themed blog and I'm a native Texan, where do you think my loyalties lie? I'm Team Uncle Fletch all the way, and I support the Lone Star State story 100%. I stand with Athens as the official home of the hamburger. Having tried many a burger in the great state of Texas, a number of them stand out. The first time I ever ate a green chili burger was at Blue Sky, Texas in Amarillo. I can stand the heat more now, but at the time, I was a lightweight when it came to eating spicy food. I was so glad they served the chilies on the side in case they were too hot. East Texas Burger Company in Mineola makes one of the biggest half-pound burgers I've ever seen, so I recommend going with a quarter-pound burger so you have room for dessert. Their fried pies are almost as big as their burgers. Trust me on this one. My friend Dara introduced me to the judicious 
French market in Port Arthur, where we went up to place our order in a very small space from busy ladies working the counter and preparing the food. You can order anything from fried chicken to homemade cracklings, all while shopping for your groceries. We enjoyed our burger in the car while watching boats come in along the intercoastal waterway near the Gulf of Mexico, since there's no place really to sit in the market. The Angry Cactus Cheeseburger at the Angry Cactus West Texas Bar and Grill in San Angelo comes with pig candy. Seriously, so delicious. Taking a cue from a famous movie line, you had me at candied bacon. Whenever I order the Cheddar Blanket Burger at 01 L House, also in San Angelo, I get a two-for-one. You see, the burger comes to the table with an about a six-inch circle of melted cheddar covering it. I eat the top bun and the outer rim of the cheese like a grilled cheese sandwich. I take the rest home and have an entire burger to eat for dinner. Sands the top bun. Winning! I discovered the ranch house in Sanderson when I drove the perimeter of Texas back in June of 2020. In this town with a population of 769, good food can be found. The ranch house has a walk-up window for ordering. You wait under a covered patio, and when your name is called, it's outdoor, old-school dining at its best. No frills, just delicious goodness in a bun. Bob and Brenda's Burgers in Gorman is pretty unassuming. When I first walked into this diner in Eastland County, a person I assumed to be Bob was sitting by the register reading the paper. A woman I assumed to be Brenda took my order and then cooked my meal. I thought maybe Bob was there for the conversation, but I never heard him speak since he was reading the newspaper the entire time. So what about Bob? Still, the grilled jalapeno bun makes their burger a standout in my book in this small town of just over 1,000 people. I'd never eaten cream cheese on a burger until I visited Shep's in Weatherford. Their press bob burger comes with fresh raw jalapenos and a slab of cream cheese. Order it with their crinkle cut sweet potato fries. Delicious. The first time I ate at Perini Ranch in Buffalo Gap, I had a mesquite grilled steak, green chili hominy, and their signature Perini Ranch bread pudding with Maker's Mark whiskey sauce. To mix it up on my return visit, I ordered the Today Show award-winning ranch burger. It comes with cheddar cheese, grilled mushrooms, green chilies, and onions. To this day, it is one of the best burgers I've ever eaten. Award-winning indeed. Now for me, no story about burgers in Texas is complete without two chain restaurants from which I have enjoyed many a burger. Back in the day, I remember Bob Phillips with Texas Country Reporter talking about Dairy Queen. I think the words Hunger Buster and Blizzard were introduced to me by Bob. Remember his Blizzard commercial? No matter the weather, at Dairy Queen, you'll always find a blizzard. Did you know Dairy Queens in Texas have their own menu? In fact, their slogan is even different in Texas. Every place else, it's happy, taste, good. In the Lone Star State, it's that's what I like about Texas. The funny thing about that is Dairy Queen didn't start in Texas. They started in Illinois. I suppose, as the saying goes, they got here as fast as they could. Who can blame them? 
With nearly 600 locations in the state, I think they deserve a shout out. Founded in 1950 in Corpus Christi, Whataburger has been a fast food staple for many Texans for 70 years. I know some who are bitter about the 2019 selling of Whataburger to a Chicago company. I admit to being one of them and I'm still trying to get over it. I even boycotted for a few months, but I found I couldn't quit them altogether. I thought they'd stay Texas-owned forever. Sadly, it was not to be. But I don't know about you, but the orange-colored burger wrapping always puts a smile on my face. I remember enjoying what I believe was my first Whataburger in Tyler when I was younger. Thanks, Harmon Dobson, for creating the two-handed burger. Mr. Dobson obviously caught on quickly that everything's bigger in Texas. So is, where is your favorite Texas burger location? Leave me a comment and as I'd love to try it for myself. Texas is a big state and there's no doubt in my mind more great burgers are out there waiting to be tasted. Now, what should I have for lunch? I think I have a few ideas. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. You can also follow me at How Big Is Texas on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. If you like this podcast, please take the time to give us a Texas-sized friendly review. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, in Texas, safe travels.